0: Like you. Gamers and gamettes out there, I am Mr. Mike, and you are listening to the Games Attack AudioCast here on Jujutucast.com. This is episode 467, as I call this episode, Game Beyond. Welcome everybody, welcome all you podcast freaks out there. It is I, Mr. Mike, back, back again after another week, you know, because it's a week on, a week off, week on, week off, which I kind of enjoy, and I get to build up on some news and stuff and see, hmm, what do I want to talk about, what don't I want to talk about, stuff like that. I think it's a I think it's a good concept, but welcome. We are back. We're back with another great episode of the Games Attack AudioCast here on Juju2cast.com, even though I just said that earlier. And uh I know I got some I'm gonna wait to do the game's news at the end of the show. Well Hmm. You know what? Why don't we flip it around? You know what I mean? Why don't we flip it around? Yeah. Let's do it again. There we go. And why don't we kick it off with the game's news now? Why don't we do it now and then... We can. I could talk about this story at the uh, lead of the show, and then we could get into the other stuff, like the games that I've played uh, through the past week, and a couple other things, and that will be our awesome gaming show for today. So, why not kick it off with the games news that is the games news of the show. The games news from the past week. Hmm. Oh boy! Whew. Had to take a little drink of water as I was doing that. And the reason why I wanted to kick off this podcast um, with the games news is that uh, you know we had a we had another you know like a lot of uh, famous people out there. We see a lot of famous deaths and stuff over over time and such. And uh, one that just recently just happened, and I didn't even know he had cancer or anything, but a great legend, a great voice uh, legend of uh, our lives that did a lot of animated features, that did video games, hence why he's in this podcast. The great Kevin Conroy has passed away at the age of 66. You know him as the voice a Batman. He was Batman, and uh, he played that character for a very long time. And like I said, numerous uh, animated TV shows, uh, you know, in movies, and of course, you know, video games. The the get uh the whole Gotham Arkham Asylum, the Arkham games. I should just say, uh, and apparently he passed because he had cancer um i didn't know he had a cancer but apparently he had a really really bad cancer uh as they were talking about that he uh had a short battle with cancer meaning the cancer was probably so bad that he didn't have much to say about it or try to even fight it as he would want to so um it's always sad when you hear about that stuff especially the. Still a very young age of 66. And, you know, back in the day, 66 was old, considered old grandpa age. Nowadays, that's like mid of your life. You know, we usually would say 50, but 66, 60, 66, that's still young in your life nowadays of how us as people live. And for him to uh, pass away and stuff at a young age like that that is just sad cuz he, he he did a lot. He uh was a guy that um you know, like I said, I knew him. I knew him because of all his work with the Batman. The animated series Batman uh Beyond when he played old Batman uh and you know, he was uh, t- tutoring uh, Terry McGinnis uh in his Batman character and stuff to become Batman and uh he did a great job of uh Doing the voice work, he did a lot of that voice work. Uh, It's sad to say, um, it's something you don't want to hear, but it happened, happened quick. I'm kind of glad it happened quick because you know sometimes when you're battling, especially if it, what I'm guessing is very, very seriously bad cancer not your typical okay you're gonna feel like shit for a while they're gonna give you tons of chemo you could could and can and probably might will live through this you know but you know you got to go through a lot of stuff he didn't have to go through all that and pass away like my mom i'll i'll hearken this back to my, my own parents my mom she died of cancer which she fought it for A pretty long time, I I would guess. You know, it it was a long time in my book. And then she passed away, and uh, because you know, tons of chemicals going in her body, not eating, all that stuff. It's a horrific thing. And for a guy like this, you know, I can I can definitely understand a quick death like that. At least, at least he's resting peacefully. You know, he got to do what he loved, put a lot of joy in a lot of people's hearts and minds, and inspired a lot of people and uh he's going to be truly missed. So Kevin Conroy, voice of Batman, dead at the age of 66. May you live rest in peace my friend. Another gaming news, more happier notes. MD has officially announced its Radeon RX 7000 desktops GPU series. Apparently, they're launching in around December 13th, so that's not much, that's less than a month away. And um, basically, they're going to be the big competitors uh, against uh, the NVIDIA line, which <laughs> those 4090s, holy shit, I've been hearing a lot of shit about those 4090s, especially what I call the Meltgate called meltgate right now at least that's what i'm crowning it as so if you're hearing this call it meltgate because uh apparently all their they get so hot or they get the power uh connector so hot that they start to melt burn cause damage to the gpu and every anything else in your computer maybe if you're very unlucky and uh yeah that ain't good so AMD, oh, and plus they're super, super expensive too. Yeah. So AMD's like, they're <laughs> they they're, they're going to, hopefully they don't have the same issues. And hopefully these 70,000 series, 79,000 XT they're talking about here, graphics cards, because they're talking about these. Uh, they unveiled the Radeon RX 7900 XTX and the Radeon X, RX 7900 XT. Um and they announced that RX 7000 series uses the company's new RDNA three graphical architecture. Uh, the 7900 XTX features 24 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory. That's a lot of fucking memory on in that graphics card. That's pretty uh pretty cool. I like that. Uh, a board power a broad power of 350 watts. 96 unified and RDNA 3 computing units and a 2.3 gigahertz game clock and is promised to be up to 1.7 times faster than AMD's previous flagship, the RX 6950 XT, um, when gaming in 4K resolution they're talking about, uh, in comparison, the Radeon RX 7900 XT, uh, which is the lower version of it, um, has 84 unified RDNA 3 computing units, a 2 gigahertz game clock, and only 20 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory, which is not too far away from the other one. I'm surprised they even bothered making a secondary version of it because it's not really... you're, You're getting less, but not much less. Maybe... A bit less on the um, our DNA three computing units, but you know, from 2.3 gigahertz scan clock to a two gigahertz scan clock, that's not much, and four gigabytes less of GDR six memory, that's not a lot either. Um, so, in comparison, they're still not uh, super super uh, different. So either one that you get, if you could score the 24 gigabyte one, of course we're all going to want the 24 gigabyte one. But if you only can score a 20 gigabyte version, you're not going to be too compl- too much in a the complaint there um amd also confirmed that both gpus will have two eight pin connectors meaning it will not use the 12 vhp power connectors found on the rtx 4090 graphics card you know the one that keeps melting Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, in an interesting move amd announced that both the rx and XTX and RX 7900 XT include DisplayPort 2.1, meaning that these GPUs will support higher refresh rates and 4K and 8K resolutions. That's great. For context, NVIDIA's new RTX 40 series GPUs use DisplayPort 1.4. Hmm, so a little bit better on that. Uh, succeeding RDNA 2, AMD's new graphical architecture, RDNA 3, promises 61 teraflops of... Uh, performance 38 more teraflops than found in rdna2 uh the 24 gigabyte of gddr6 memory with the tech giant telling this is the world's most advanced gaming graphics and you want to know how much these graphics cards cost and you're probably thinking to yourself well all that memory all that new gddr6 memory in there 24 and 20 gigabytes of gddr4 memory this is going to be super expensive well not really they're a lot cheaper than you would think folks so um both the radian rx 7900 xtx uh and the rx 7900 xt will launch on december 13th like i said the rx 7900 xtx will retail um for around so basically just say $1,000, so $1,000 for the XTX version, and the RX 7900 XT will retail for $899, so $900, so $100 difference between each, not bad pricing compared to the $1,500 you would be... um, uh, spending on one of those forty nineties. Um, so basically, you know, even though people are saying that the forty ninety from Nvidia still has is a bit more powerful than these cards, but here's the pro- here's the thing: these cards also are not only besting the forty eighties. And, you know, the 3090s and stuff like that from NVIDIA. The price point with what you get from them blow away anything that NVIDIA has right now. And I know I just got uh, an NVIDIA uh, 3060. Was it a 3060? I think it's a 3060. Yes, I did not get the 3090 or whatever. I wanted to get one, but unfortunately i didn't or the so what did i put here the 3080 oh i put 4080 i meant 3080 ti (laughs) right yeah i I think i meant the 3080 ti i gotta look up my own shit people because sometimes i get my own shit wrong and i want to give you guys uh the real deal on the information not this uh fake blowhearted stuff that i've been looking up yeah, so the RTX, here we go. And so, for some reason, it, Amazon's screwing up my thing here. I might have to redo this again. Yeah, but um, well, why is this back in stock again? So all oh, of this is from Zodiac. That's probably why. But the Zodiac 3080, yes, I was right before. Or the RTX 3080 or TI, 3080 TI. Yeah, that, that stuff That stuff, um, I was going to get one, but as I'm talking about this now, uh, you know, they've been coming in, going out of stock now, I guess, at least on Amazon, and that's where I purchased the graphics cards from. I don't go to Newegg and stuff like that because, uh, you know, sometimes Newegg and them are harder to return stuff. Amazon at least has a very good return policy compared to like a Costco or something like that, which i hear we're gonna get a costco in buffalo new york pretty soon at least closer to me but we don't have one yet and um you know amazon at least gives you a like like right now if i bought a graphics card on amazon right now they're offering you know they offer that extra month of of returnability on these things like if i purchased it now and would be able to return it in uh, July by July, J- July, January thirty first or something like that, which is pretty cool for uh, what they do. Um, plus, they ship it to your door. But um, I, I, I said to myself, well, I was going to buy buy another one and sell this one or keep this one as a backup. But now I'm thinking, I know I've switched from AMD's Radeon card to an Nvidia card. But I wonder if I should switch back to a Radeon card, especially when I could get if I don't want to spend a thousand dollars and I just want to spend nine hundred dollars. But why would I do that if I could just get the latest? But it doesn't matter to me because you know four gigabytes of memory and a little bit less on the teraflops and stuff isn't going to matter to me as much. But you know, for eight ninety nine, I can get myself a RX seventy nine hundred XT. Why wouldn't I, you know, especially to be the next generation. And, you know, I got an AMD CPU. So if you put that with the GPU and everything in my computer, you know, that's going to run pretty good. You know, that's going to, that's going to, that's going to be a match made in heaven right there. But I don't know. I'm good with my 3060 (laughs) still. This 3060 rocks in here, this NVIDIA 3060. Um... So, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's me wanting to always buy stuff. And, you know, <laughs> and I'm a computer geek. I'm a gamer. I'm a computer geek. I love toys. And even though I don't really need it and I don't make money from doing stuff like gaming or doing all that stuff. And it's just a hobby and I just do it for fun. Uh, I don't know if I can justify the purchase, at least right now. You know, down the road, you never know. I might splurge and buy one of these graphics cards you know but uh md still going strong on the pricing for uh pricing lower i know they're pricing a little bit higher on their AMD cpus nowadays because of their next generation cpus but that's because intel has been slipping in the tub and uh falling all over themselves lately with their bullshit that is intel and their whole reign on being the dominant one which they kind of still are in a lot of ways you know because a lot of the pcs you see that are made by manufacturers and you go into the stores and stuff you still see mostly intel inside instead of amd inside or anything like that so they still have the market like that but for enthusiasts like me that build our own pcs amd is where it's at so Plus their chips seem to run a lot cooler, better faster, and uh, cost a lot less to put in a machine, even though the next generation is a bit more expensive, especially with the the motherboards and stuff. But you know, that's all eventually gonna fall fall anyway, so but um AMD otherwise has been keeping prices really low and giving us like really good technology for what we get. what bang we get for our bucks and people like intel or nvidia in this case uh have to be worried even all these graphics cards these cards might not be as powerful as the latest greatest nvidia card cards but price to comparison and the amount of of graphics memory um the amount of just memory in these cards is mind-blowing it just blows away what um, what AMD has uh, out of their forty nineties, it just blows it away, you know. AMD, what were they doing? They were uh, sixteen gigabytes or so, or whatever it was, out of their um things. Yeah, I um, we'll have to wait and see because DLs, uh, you know, DL dlss and uh versus uh, nvidia's uh rtx technology and stuff like that you know it it it's, it's two different systems it's two different ways of ray tracing and this and that i don't know it, it's it, it's still all new a lot of games don't push it to the edge We just got to wait and see where the market goes. I know I am to see where people and their uh, loyalties lie on these next generation of cards and stuff. And we got to see if what pushes these cards. I know for me, video editing, stuff like that, that will push these cards, but in gaming, of course, but what will other people do with them? And what will people go to? Like I said, looking at these cards, 24 gigabytes of memory of gddr6 memory and 20 gigabytes in you know the lower end version of it not bad at all that's a lot of gigs in a graphics card <laughs> that's like what hard drives used to be back in the day when are we going to see our first terabyte graphics card people i'm st- that, that's common isn't it that, i think that's almost as much memory as i have in my computer just in general that's crazy And that's all in a graphics card. Which means your games are going to be going, woo! But then they're going to get more bloaty. Which means you're going to need more memory because that's how the industry goes. Oh, we can use more memory in these graphics cards. Oh, we're going to make our games more bloaty now. Instead of trying to undo the gaming bloat and stuff. And try to make it so that these games run perfectly fine on older things. And making them run you know, on stuff that, mm, I don't know, that will last for a long time that, you know, people enjoy and that a lot of people can't afford or don't want to pay hundreds to thousands of dollars on a new graphics card and stuff and that they should, you know, maybe get in the line like that. Like you got the industry I've been hearing still calling for Microsoft to stop selling the Xbox uh, Series S, not the X, but the S, because they're like, oh, it's underperform; per- its performance is too low, and it's hindering the rest of the game. Mark, and I'm like thinking, well, 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 why, do you, why does that matter now? You know, you could still make games, and they could still go on it. You can just have them stream to it or something. You, you know, there's ways around that because you've got computers out there. Like other people have said that probably are way less powerful than a series s out there and i'm talking about the lower end uh, series of xboxes and you know that are less powerful than xbox ones out there i know my system used to be i think mine's more comparable right now to a series between a series x or an, an s console right now my pc maybe i don't know i'd have to look at it even though i don't got the direct storage or anything on my computer but it's in comparison to be both the series x and s i would think and you got people with way slower smaller you know slower smaller systems out there that do you know that play pc games all the time and if these game developers are you know making these games of course they're making these games run on older systems for that so why are they complaining now that oh oh we gotta get this game running and it's hindering on the series s and we now we gotta focus our games on making them around the series s's and it's hindering what they are we want them to look like and feel like for the next generation oh so what what why all of a sudden you guys are like pushing to the limits already or you just don't know how to program for systems like that because now they're complaining about that they're like oh the ps5 can run it huh?" But then I hear that the series, the difference between the Series S and the X were very minor, like a little bit less memory and storage, and uh, the clock speed is a little bit slower than the Series X, so why would those little things, even though it's a little lesser of a system, and it, does it do 4K? I think it just does 1080p, right? Or does it do 4K? I forget what the Series S can do, but... I knew it was a little bit minor because don't forget, it's costing Microsoft more money to ship Series S's out there to people than it is Series X's. Because remember, Phil Spencer said it costs them $200 per Series S to be sold out in the world. And it only costs them $100 per Series X sold out in the gaming world out there, what they have to pay per system on shipping per system that they're losing so you know the series s is no slouch you know if i wasn't able to get a series x and i could only get a series s i would get it but then i wouldn't have my disk drive or anything like that and i really would want that plus a terabyte of storage compared to what a half a terabyte of storage or something in the series s Mm, i like the terabyte of storage thank you (laughs) but um anywho Anywho, the whole graphics card thing to the whole thing of oh, does this game this game is not playing very well on a Series S, I think people I think game developers out there are over over developing and overdoing stuff. Especially when we just came out of a pandemic or what certain people are saying we're just coming out of a pandemic. But you know, even during a pandemic, you would think that they would have more time to think um, on how to work with this system and these systems these are next gen systems we got to learn how to work with these systems better with our tool sets and stuff not just oh let's just push out the the most powerful most uh graphically intense game that we can no no that's stupid make the game you want to make Make it as good as you know how to make it or want to make it and not try to push for the best graphics, the best this, best that. Just make it a good game to play and then you can play around with what it looks like and whatnot and see what system can handle it and learn the systems first and then put out better games down the road when you want to push the systems to their limits and stuff. It's like people these game makers and this is why games are costing so much to make nowadays in the in the world because they just want to keep pushing the limits of the systems right away, and it's like, and then they complain, oh, these systems only could do this, or we can only put 30 frames per second on this game and that game, and oh, it's struggling to do this because it doesn't have enough memory and whatnot, and it's like, they're always complaining. Then I'm like saying, well, why do you even make a game for the Xbox or the PlayStation at all if you think they're not suitable, they're not PCs, and even if you did make a game like that for a PC, you're still gonna have to make it so it plays on lower spec systems so the whole thinking and the whole complaining the whole aspect of this them complaining and ranting about this stuff is just absurd it's just absurd people they just got to learn they got to learn what works what doesn't what they can how they can push stuff talk to microsoft talk to sony see what can be done to you know make these games look and play and feel the best that they can and do you know you're making these games they're taking them longer than ever maybe shrink the games a bit too i hate to say that because i do like some long games and like open world games and stuff but why do you have to make these games so big and put so much crap in them and stuff like that because you want people to be oh i want my people that buy this game to have the you know the most to get the most out of it that they can keep playing it for a while and stuff Mm, just make the game you want them to make make a good game Good story if it has one, stuff like that, and just make it that way. Oh, I got it. I got a scanner printer thing going off in the background. Uh, hold on a second. Sometimes that dims the power a bit or stuff because it's recycling in the back, uh, <laughs> thanks to my old house wiring. Um, but still, still, why are they trying to push for everything? Why are they trying to still make these games the bigger and badder and more costly. And then they complain, oh, we're not making enough on our video games and then we're going to have to go and up the cost to $70 per video game. Oh, Microsoft, why aren't you raising your cost on your video games to $70? Huh, 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 huh? Well, maybe you guys shouldn't be making them that big. Maybe once in a while you can make a game that you might have to, you know, charge more for because it's a bigger more super type of a game but otherwise why are we why are we needing like hundreds of thousands of people to make one game that sounds very absurd and the more that they keep trying to push and more that they're trying to make these games bigger and bigger you're not going to have enough people to be working on these AAA titles these big giant games it's just not it's just not a, a factor you cannot do that. But yet these people are trying to do that. They're trying to farm out all this stuff and make this game with this set of people and do this. And then you got you know, Microsoft trying to acquire companies and everybody else trying to acquire companies and stuff. And it's still just make the games. Companies, just make a game that you want to make and make it so you could say, okay, we got these systems. They can do this between all these systems and of course the pc we got to think about what's what kind of game can we make around all this that looks great that plays great and that has a great story or whatever we want out of it and there you go make a game around that why are you just making games out of fucking thin air and not even trying to think of well is this game going to be able to work on this or do this or that i think it's absurd And I think these companies are getting more absurd and, um, like, like the upcoming story that we'll have in a little bit, but, um, but still, and then you got, of course, which I'm just going to briefly mention, I'm not going to talk about too much. You still got Sony, complaining about microsoft but i'll talk about that in a little bit um so phil spencer did admit that it's been too long since the xbox had a major first party exclusive and that's because these companies underneath microsoft now i can and i'm gonna complain about my favorite company microsoft you know you know this mean fanboy out there so you can say I'm a fanboy, but here's the thing. I even kick my own company's asses as well. You know, Xbox, Microsoft, fanboy. Yes, you guys are fucking it up because you're giving these people too long of time to make their games in your system, for your systems and in your system, in your company. And you got to s- set some expectations, a little bit of boundaries. And these companies got to th- think of a much better, smaller picture a little bit and try to make these games so that they can look and play great and not take 8 to 10 years to make them. You know, when's the last time we heard about that Fable thing? You know, that Fable reboot or whatever. You know, we heard about that a long time ago. Wait, right before or was it after? I think it was before the Series X and S were announced and stuff. That was a long time ago. Then you got Of course, you got um, Starfield from, you know, Bethesda Softworks and stuff. And that game's taken a very long time to make. And, you know, then it's Elder Scrolls after that. The next Elder Scrolls, that's going to take another 10 to 12 years. I'm going to be 40. What am I now? I'm 36. I'm going to be 46, yeah. I'm gonna be 48 when I'm playing the next Elder Scrolls game, and when am I gonna play another Fallout game? Unless if they get like, um, I'm just gonna say like, uh, what's that other company's name again that did Outer Worlds? Uh, I'm trying to think of their names. It's in my mind. It's my mind. My mind is gone. But them, are they gonna make a next Fallout game or something? Or is it gonna just been? Tom Howard that still wants to make the next fallout after that and it's like dude you just hopefully you're going to be coming out with the next Starfield game what the next next year now first it was supposed to come out this fall it was supposed to come out maybe last fall actually but it's going to come out this next year not this fall but next year early next year I'm thinking and okay it better blow our socks off because you're taking way too long for this giant RPG of a game. Sure, it's going to be beautiful and stuff, but it's still going to have plenty of bugs and it's still going to have, ton, you know, way too much stuff to create this game. And then you're then you're already talking about oh, we're going to start working on the next Elder Scrolls game, and it's like, well, that's ten to twelve years away because you guys can't make anything quicker because <laughs> you dream too big. It's like take two with uh, and Rockstar, should I say, with the next Grand Theft Auto game from GTA Five to GTA Six. They're still working on it. The last GTA game, GTA Five, came out what? What was it like ten years ago or something? Came out a long time ago. It came out right at the end of the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty era. Then it went, and then we never got anything except for you know, updates to an updated, more resed up version of GTA five on the Xbox one. Then it went, now we're in the Xbox series X and S and PlayStation five era. And we got new GPUs and CPUs and and they still got GTA five on this. So you missed a whole generation over there because they're trying to make the biggest giant game at grand theft auto game in history. And I'm like, I just want to play a good Grand Theft Auto game with a good story. I don't need the biggest giant game out there in the universe. (laughs) And that's what it seems like they're trying to do. They're trying to make like all of North America and some of South America. I've been hearing stories and shit and two protagonists you can play again, you know, well, instead of three, it's going to be down to two. So, man or female. If it's if it's true that you could play the first female lead character, uh, damn, I'm going to definitely play a female character as the next Grand Theft Auto lead. Why not? And uh, but games, I think, even I got to say, are too big. Are getting too big. I like big games, but sometimes these games are getting too big, or people are just pu- putting too much into them and they're not coming out as the best they should and like for Microsoft and Phil Spencer they're not coming out frequently enough when you got stuff that has been pushed and pushed back and pushed back and no release dates then you got 343 Industries making the next they made Halo Infinite they had to push it back one year because they did stupid stuff or whatever and that came out still shitty like and all the other stuff that they did and I didn't play Halo Infinite because I knew when I started actually I did try to start playing Halo Infinite I didn't like the beginning and I knew I wasn't going to play the rest because if I didn't like and get through the beginning of the game I knew I wasn't going to continue on with that bullshit so this is like the first Halo game I didn't really play and I'm not going to play because I it's just garbage I hate to say because the story is not even like I hear. I heard the story isn't what what it was before, and that's what I want to play Halo for the story, not the multiplayer. So I just fucking gave up on that, and I hate to say that because Halo was a big franchise next to Grant the Dawn and Gears of War. The Halo franchise was my most favorite franchise because that was Halo Combat Evolved was the first game I played on my three hundred and sixty funny thing you know (laughs) Uh, Xbox original title on the 360 go figure and uh, you know and like I said uh, played that and uh, loved it played Halo 2 Halo 3 4 5 even was good I think Halo 5 was uh, Guardians Guardians was good I know a lot of people didn't really care about but I played it beat it and now with this, it's like, eh. and I tried, it and I'm like, eh, I can't get into it. <sighs> you guys got to fix, fix how you make your games. These people are jumping all over the place and not creating the games that people want, <laughs> want and deserve that pay hard earned money for. You want to sell these games to people still if they're not using Game Pass, you got to make them good you can't just throw everything in the kitchen sink in them because you think you need to no you make the game you you develop and make the game that you think you want to make that you think people will love and deserve and you don't overdo it (laughs) like once in a great while you can overdo it when you guys are very capable of knowing and how to overdo things when you can get it done in a good time frame but Otherwise, don't overdo it. And that's what these people are doing, overdoing these games that they're making. And I'm hoping that doesn't continue on when they acquire, uh, when they eventually acquire, uh, uh, I can't even think, (laughs) Activision Blizzard, there we go. Even though Sony's fighting on that, so the next story, Call of Duty for PlayStation isn't going anywhere Phil Spencer has to keep saying this over and over again over from Microsoft. But Sony and, you know, Andrew Ryan or whoever, not Andrew Ryan. Who is it? Ryan Ryan, somebody? I forget who it is over there now. <laughs> I forgot their name. I don't care. The guy, people over at Sony are like, no, no. They want to take away Call of Duty from us. They want to take away Call of Duty from the PlayStation. And, you know, they're just, they're just, you know, making whines and noises in their, in their little world over there at Sony, and they're trying to make a rut because they don't want Microsoft to get any bigger with all these franchises and games and stuff. And even though Activision Blizzard needs to be purchased, in my idea that they need to be purchased because they need to fix the whole internal structure of those company that company and uh, get rid of all the trash that is people in that company that are making that company bad and bring back the creativity for blizzard and activision use all those franchises that they don't use uh get a hold of the you know and also be able to make call of duty games you know still which i would definitely play on game pass when they come free on that but uh you know like the diablo next diablo game stuff like that world of warcraft you know they the Activision Blizzard was a very good steward and good maker of these games and stuff. And then they went downhill and, you know, Microsoft's just doing what they're trying to do. You know, they, I guess they talked to Activision Blizzard, I guess they talked to what's his name there. I'm I, I, sorry, folks, my brain isn't working. So I can't remember all their names, but the guy that is the CEO of Activision Blizzard, you know, they talked to him. He's like, well, we need to be bought out because our stu our company's and sh- fucked up. <laughs> I tried, I fucked up my own company. I fucked up this company. We need help. You want to buy us? You want to acquire us? That was the whole thing I'm guessing. And Microsoft's like, hmm. Yeah, you make good games. You make, got a great franchise. You got, you got Call of Duty. You got all these other franchises. You got Blizzard and they make great stuff even though they've been in shambles as of late as well. But, hmm, yeah, we'll buy you. You know, here's a whole bunch of money. And then, of course, Sony, even though they do the same stuff and they try very hard to keep any game they can off the Xbox, look at the Final Fantasy games, people. People you know, all the proper mainline Final Fantasy games, oh, where'd they all go? Oh, the PlayStation mostly. Sure, Microsoft gets the scraps most of the time, and sure, they got one or two mainline Final Fantasies, but mostly they get the scraps out of what that happens. And then it was, even though I don't give a care, the Metal Gear Solid series, those were only on PlayStation from Konami. And then, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff that uh, Sony had that didn't come out on the place for Xbox for a long time, like the Yakuza series, which thankfully now they're they're on this. And they had the Persona series, which are thankfully on the Xbox nowadays and stuff like that. And, you know, Sony was paying hand over foot and barrels of cash to these people to not do that. They were even trying to get Take-Two to not have um the next gta on xbox but take two likes a lot of, of money and they know sony doesn't have that much money to give them so it's like they're like well we're gonna keep it on all these platforms because we know we're gonna make a lot of money a lot more money if we're on xbox playstation and pc and compared to just playstation or playstation and pc so yeah we're gonna keep it on xbox going forward even though that used to be a game that was only on the PlayStation back in the day for a while until, you know, it went on the Xbox eventually, you know, with, when they were out already. So, yeah, Sony has a long reputation of, of doing the hard business and trying to keep people off other platforms. And, you know, like Nintendo said, they don't care. They're making money hand over fist. They don't have Call of Duty on their system. If Call of Duty came to their system again, sure, they'd be like, cool, we'll have it on there. You, Hey, Microsoft, you want to put a game on our system? Go ahead. We don't care. See, Microsoft even put Minecraft and stuff on, on the Switch. That was great. So, you know, if Nintendo says they don't care and they don't worry about any of this stuff, why does Sony care? Because so, did Sony become so uh, commercially bankrupt on gaming that they don't, can't make their own games either? Because when's the last time we heard of like a new game from Sony? Comp- and don't say because of God of War Ragnarok, because that, sure, you knew that was coming. What's another game coming out? Is it another Spider-Man game? Is it going to be another Last of Us game? What other games are they coming out with in the near future? besides those main franchises and i know people are going to say well you know microsoft only comes out with halo gears of war this and that all the time and forza games yeah but they also got all their studios trying to work on other games look at the plague's tale came out you had uh, the other one from the bethesda studios that Redfall coming out a bunch of other stuff coming out from other little indie studios that they've acquired you know but they're trying but yes, there is more stuff that comes out of Microsoft's uh, Xbox Studios compared to Sony recently. So that's why Sony's like, "Oh, we're worried. We don't have as much money as Microsoft to purchase a lot of these studios, and we just—if we can't have it, nobody should have it." They're like the Russia of the war- gaming world, you know? They—if we can't have it, nobody can and microsoft's like no we just want to make money that's all microsoft wants to do become and make more money we don't care we're gonna put call of duty keep putting call of duty on the playstation we're gonna keep giving you guys dlc you want to partner up with something we'll keep on doing it as long as we get a bunch of cash to do it it's not like we're gonna keep it away from your system like you would for us Because that's the difference between Microsoft and Sony. Microsoft's only thinking about, well, we're just getting this. We want this company just to make more money. Sony just wants to keep people off their systems to keep buying their system. Microsoft right now doesn't care if you even buy an Xbox. Because you can play their games in the cloud, on the PC, on other streaming services and stuff. And they're just continuing to make it better and better with Xbox Cloud and stuff. Not that I'm a cloud player, but... You know, they're working on on the path where eventually they don't have to have to put sell, you know, they'll sell councils, but they won't be pushing the council out for what you would want. And you can get player games on a PlayStation or or a Nintendo, whatever, or something in the future, because that's what Microsoft wants. They just want to be this big service. That services the games and like a big publisher in a way and eventually i think with the next steam deck or something maybe microsoft and valve might make a partnership where we'll be able to play get pc game pass on the next steam deck you know in reels not just on a virtual on a streaming service or something or if you got to hack it semi-hack it to play it off of get put windows on it and play the games that you want on there with game pass for pc and stuff no we're talking about actually having game pass for pc on the steam deck per as a main feature for the next steam deck that's what i'm thinking and if that happens oh that's another reason why i want to buy a steam deck now i still do want to buy a steam deck but i would definitely buy a steam deck on if they did that for the next uh game pass and they put that on there as one of the main features which i think valve would do and i'm sure a lot of people would love that because i would love to play pc game pass games or whatever on my steam deck and earn achievements that would be beautiful so talking about again the xbox series s performance issues and stuff of course sonic talks about sonic frontiers suffering from performance issues on the series s even though it's suffering from issues on a lot of things like the pc the series x ps5 stuff like that because you know i've been hearing that that game has not been very decent on a lot of things like i've been watching jeff Gersman in his stream of him playing uh sonic frontiers And he was complaining about how it performed and how it was playing on anything. So people are talking about how Sonic Frontiers was locked to 30 frames per second on console. um, Even though it was made to be running more smoothly. Apparently, um, what is, Sega had a fix or workaround for performance performance saying if you uh drop your I think if you drop your your uh your resolution down to 1080p instead of four K you can get sixty frames per second on the game. You know, like I said, people make big games. A lot of people said this Sonic Frontier is just like that new Batman game that not Batman game, the un, the non Batman game, the Arkham Knight was it, Arkham Knights? Is that what it was called? I forgot already what they called. The one with the back the back gang. The recent one when they were complaining about performance on the series S and stuff. Well, those games weren't originally designed like they are supposed to be played right now. They were designed particularly to be something more, something bigger and greater, but were scaled back and turn into the games that they are now. As I have been hearing. And in turn. Of them doing that. They weren't thinking. In, about how that's going to affect the game. And how it's going to affect the game. On those systems. And basically all the band-aids. And stuff that they had to do. To put it on these systems. Like the Series S. Has been causing performance issues. And stuff. And uh. And yeah, and if you can get games, certain games like, I'm not talking about this, but like Doom and stuff and all that to play on a a Switch, even though it has its performance issues a lot because it's a very low-end standard, but people still ported games to that thing? Why is it hard to do it on a Series S or X and stuff like that? I don't know. I don't know. I think, like I said over development on games and they're not thinking about what they want to develop for the games. And then games get changed over and over again. and there you go. So in other news, Nintendo hasn't officially ruled out a switch price increase as of yet, but just like Microsoft, Nintendo is not changing the price of the Nintendo switch as of for now. But you never know in the future, it might start charging more for its hardware with a price hike for its console. Um, maybe next year, just like Microsoft. Unlike Sony, where they are charging more for their consoles and games and everything else. But not here in the United States because they know Microsoft and, and Nintendo are not doing that. So, you know, because the whole the whole issues of the world still going on and this issues are just human beings in general let's just say but um anyways don't worry this holiday season if you still want to get a nintendo switch and you're worried about pricing and stuff and games trust me you'll be able to get it at the same price don't worry there will not be a price increase on anything as of yet just like an xbox sony (laughs) I don't know, I I just don't like where Sony's going on going at. I used to love Sony stuff, even though they were high priced back in the day, but now it just seems like they just want to rape the customers and not give them the worth that they deserve. I, I really think that. And it's like, I get a lot of, I get a lot, I mean a lot, a lot of, of value out of my Xbox. I get a lot of value out of my Switch. You know, I play my Switch a lot. I play my Xbox a lot. I play my PC a lot. I don't have a PlayStation because I know I won't get much value out of it. And Sony, being Sony, wants to charge even more for and do more tiers of this and that and confuse people just to try to get more money out of them. I don't like where that's going. I don't like where that's going. When Microsoft and Nintendo are just doing, well, we just want to make money. But we want customers to be happy and we're not going to go in the direction that Sony's going in. And we're going to try to honor our people and our customers, our fan bases. And we're going to give them, we'll try to give them what they want and um, they'll be happy for it. And then we'll make money out of it because they'll stick with us. And like I said, I I bought a PlayStation's up to the PS3. And then when PS4 came out, I had one. I returned it. Because first off, I didn't like the controller at all. And the games that came out were abysmal when I played them in my friend's house. Because he bought a whole bunch of those Nintendo or Nintendo, the PlayStation games, PS4 games. And the PS5, I didn't even bother looking at because I knew it was too expensive. And that thing is a giant, giant piece of crap. It's huge. It's a piece of crap. And all the other shit that I was hearing and the games that... We're not coming out for it. I'm like, whatever. And now that Sony's putting out games on Steam and stuff, I'm like, why? Why own a PlayStation? Eventually, I'll get them on Steam, like the Spider-Man games and stuff. And any other Sony first-party game that they might put up on uh, Steam eventually, I might just buy them on Steam, play them on my PC. That is probably much more capable and powerful than the PlayStation. Hmm. Go figure. Go figure um so also in final news that i got here for you guys nintendo's uh talks new hardware and switch to backwards compatibility um no no less than shigeru Miyamoto stating that nintendo is working on new hardware that will be backwards that it will be backwards compatible to at least some degree okay i can understand what degree it is but i'm thinking they're just going to make a switch 2, uh, everybody think everybody's thinking that even though we're always wrong on that. Cause you know, they always say my likes to change things up and stuff under in the, in that company. But I'm like, maybe they should just stick with the switch model for a while. Cause that is a good thing where you get your TV, you can play it on your TV or as a handheld. I like that. I like that a lot. That was the best thing. Um, that they created as in my approach i think the switch is a brilliant piece of engineering and sure it is way out of date right now and it needs a very big hardware refresh mainly the internal to internals of it they need to bring the power level up dramatically and i'm not just talking about battery power but i'm talking about hardware you know graphics power 4k I know a lot of people have been saying, I'm like, well, if they keep it at 1080p, but they make it a strong 1080 60 or something, I'm good with that, but, you know, people want 4K, so I guess we're going to do, try to do 4K, maybe 4K on the TV, 1080p on the screen, on the handheld mode, yes, because, you know, phone's been doing that forever (laughs) now, so why not, and they can make it so that the battery power is really good in it, just saying. More storage. I don't know. You can use the micro SD card in there, so it doesn't matter with that. But um, they could do some stuff. And if they make it backwards compatible with uh, s- Switch game carts and stuff like that, maybe make those Joy Cons obsolete. Maybe make something better with the Joy Cons. I don't know. Those Joy Cons probably need to be better. Make better Pro controllers, stuff like that. Make it more powerful system. People will buy it again. People will make better games for it. You can put more games on the Switch easier. Why not? Why not? Especially, especially on top of it, they need it. Uh, they need a better, more advanced console, anyways, because they need to. Uh, they need to get those uh hackers and people uh locked down because they don't want all the piracy going on that they've been having already on their console, which is pretty sad. Uh, it's not like they're losing much money. I, I don't know about third parties, but for first party Nintendo games, they're not losing much money at all. They're making money hand over fist on their first party games and their console. Trust me, I just bought a whole bunch of games for my Switch from them. So uh, yes, they're still making money hand over fist for the Switch games. So, But hey, if they announce a new console, Switch 2, whatever it may be, and I can get in in a year or two. I will be. I will definitely be buying the next Switch or whatever it is from Nintendo because I know that it's a it's a it's a done deal. I know I'm going to be able to play the next Mario game, Zelda game, whatever. I know they're going to bring their A game, and I'll know especially if they have it backwards compatible with Switch. The Switch games or most of them. Why not? I'll even keep my Switch around just for the games that I can't play, which I don't know what those would be, but because I don't have anything really, anything that I can't play on a Switch right now, or what a Switch 2 would do. Got no weird games like that, but very interested. And I hope Nintendo uh, comes out with an announcement sooner than later, because we're all waiting. We're all waiting for you, Nintendo. So that was the games news that is the games news of the week, or weeks, I should say. Uh, Why don't I start talking about uh, the games that I played in the past week? The games that have been played in the past week. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> that was one of the longer ones. I just hit a random button on one of the three uh games that I played in the past week starters, and that was the one I got. So uh <laughs> Woo. So um yeah, I played a few games. I played a bunch of games over the week and a half that I've been uh playing games, mostly Minecraft, as you know, bedrock PC. Still breaking down the mountain. I was doing a lot of that today. Breaking down that mountain and collecting raw materials to build my superstructure to clear the land, cleanse the land in Minecraft and have more Minecraft fun on my Minecraft server. From my Minecraft server on my PC and stuff, why not? And now that I got my living room finished, finally I'm done remodeling, folks. Got that done uh, yesterday as I'm recording this on Sunday. On Saturday I got done with my... Uh, living room remodel so got my surround system redone same surround system i didn't buy a new one i just moved the speakers down a little bit more because they were too high up and i positioned them better got a new uh new uh hanging mounts for the speakers i redid the whole living room itself with the paint job from the ceiling to the walls i put in new stuff i put in a nice led light uh banner all around the whole living room i got gaming posters and stuff up oh that living room is very very stylish and i made it so that when i'm ready which will probably be this upcoming weekend yes this upcoming weekend not not now but upcoming weekend because now i'm just been playing on my pc and stuff because why not plus i've been doing some other stuff on my pc with video wise stuff so Uh, But this upcoming weekend, because that's when I usually sit in the living room and do stuff, I'm going to start watching movies and shows on my TV or something. And I'm going to be playing some more Switch games. And I might be playing Minecraft on my Switch from my server like I used to do. Because why not? Because I can do it. I'm going to do it. So... Yes, a lot of Minecraft been happening and a lot more is going to be going on. But I've been keeping myself down a little bit on the Minecraft. I haven't gone super crazy crazy or cray cray on it because I got all the, I know I got all these other games I want to play. Like Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope I've been playing on the Switch. Another thing I've been playing a bit, bunch of, been enjoying it. Uh, it's such a great game. Just like the first, probably better I should say. Been having a lot of fun doing the little battles and stuff. The turn-based uh, system that they made for Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope is just brilliant this time around. I love how they got rid of the grid system and the story is amazing and the characters. I love the characters. All the characters are great and I'm hoping they make another, uh, another one. I hope Ubisoft and Nintendo make a third Mario Plus Rabbit's game. I hope... I hope they collaborate again, at least one more time for a third one for either this Switch or the next one. That's my that's my hope. That's that's my my wet dream because these games are amazing. And they get me into the turn-based strategy type of thing element, and they're just fun. They're fun games. Cause like I said, Nintendo knows how Nintendo and their partners always know how to make great fun games products for the switch. Also started back up recently uh last week uh Bayonetta. I restarted from the beginning. Now I'm like I forgot how far I am into it, but I'm going to play more of it. I'm actually going to be playing more Bayonetta uh, as I'm announcing this this Friday instead of doing another Yakuza like me uh this Friday. I'm going to do a Bayonetta playthrough this Friday because I want to change it up a little bit once in a while. And I'm going to play some more Bayonetta, but I'm going to play some, maybe tonight. I don't know. Maybe I'll just stick it off with some Minecraft because I can play Bayonetta anytime. But I've been back into Bayonetta because I just purchased, like I said, spending more, dropping more dollars on the Switch and Nintendo. Nintendo's getting more of my dollars and people making games for the Switch are getting more of my gaming dollars. I purchased Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta 3 for the Switch so I got Bayonetta 2 and 3 on the Switch That because they don't make them for, of course, Xbox, which is surprising because you would think because the company isn't owned by Nintendo that makes the Bayonetta games, you'd think they'd eventually put them on uh, Xbox and stuff, but I guess they got a deal with Nintendo to keep them on Switch for a while. So I don't know, maybe down the road they might put Bayonetta 2 or 3 on there and then I'll play them on there. But as of right now... I ain't got Bayonetta on my Xbox Series X. I got the updated version where it's Xbox One, X, whatever, Xbox, Xbox One. Is it the Xbox One, Xbox One X Enhanced or something, Series Enhanced? I don't know. It's the Xbox One version, I'm just going to say. But it's the Xbox version. I'm playing Bayonetta again and i'm liking it i'm farther than i was the last time i tried playing it because i only played it up to a certain point but now i'm really playing it i'm really liking the story it is cray cray it is fun and um damn and even on the first original game even though she's up enhanced a bit a lovely lovely lady (laughs) (laughs) very lovely lady that uh knows how to kick some ass and gun gun boots no shit (laughs) guns on your feet guns in your hands guns in your hands guns in your feet your hair that covers you know your suit slash hair that turns into monsters that eats other people and bad guys and creatures oh yeah because she's a witch and witches can do that So she strips herself basically naked to eat other characters with her hair. Hmm. Sounds like something that happened to Rocco's Modern Life in one of those uh, episodes. Great. (laughs) Uh, But it's a fun game. I'm getting into it, I've been playing it here and there. You know, slowly but surely, if I'm not playing Minecraft or Mario plus Rabbids, Kingdom Battle and stuff, you know, I'm playing a variety of games, you know, not just one, but I can play a variety right now because these are games that I don't have to stick with. As you noticed in my games that I have played in the past weeks, I haven't played any Cyberpunk. I'm taking it, I will get back into that. Another game that I haven't been playing that I got to get back into, which could be this weekend. I know I said for this weekend, but the next week, upcoming weekend, I got to go back into Splatoon 3, people, because I have not been playing that. So, bad, bad me, Mr. Mike, still not playing Splatoon 3. I'm so behind in that game, I got to get back into it. But, uh, got to get back into that. Now that I got my awesome living room. I'm going to I could sit back, relax and play on my switch because that's, you know, if I'm not playing it on a big screen or a PC monitor or something that I have in here, my monitor, because I can hook my switch. I have my switch that I can hook up and it could go and get the video right to my PC screen here and I could play it on that because it acts as a double dual monitor where I could play a game on it or whatever, which I use to play games and stuff from consoles and stuff on, or use it as a PC monitor, which is great. I could switch between them. But, um, yeah, I got to get back in into Splatoon. But, um, you know, having fun with banana. And, of course, back into Lost Judgment, as you know, uh, just released another, uh, did another live stream a couple days ago getting farther into that story i'm more into that story now than i was back when i was playing it alongside uh yakuza like a dragon which is probably i was getting a yakuza burnout or something i must have because i wasn't enjoying lost judgment as much because i was like oh i'm not you noticed i was falling asleep a little bit in my earlier videos that i wasn't too enamored by it that i wasn't liking it now i'm liking it because i'm getting into the story because i'm actually focusing on the story and yagami and crew are just as crazy and badass as ever and even though i haven't been doing too many side cases um i'm mostly trying to focus on the story because don't forget there's more yakuza games coming next year early next year so i want to play get lost judgment done so i can focus on then i can do then i can go back and do some side cases if i want to in lost judgment cuz it's not like when you complete the game you're done i can always get back in there and play more games in lost judgment but i want to focus get the main story done in lost judgment so i can get into next year when the next games come around so but lost judgment been amazing very very intense story um, I'm liking it. I know a lot of people didn't care for it, but I'm liking it so far. I don't know where it's t- going. There was a big, what should I say? Bombshell in the middle of this, uh, story so far that I'm like, who, ooh, ooh, oh, how's How did this murder go? Hmm. I'm wondering, I'm interested, but I'm not looking ahead on it. So, uh, I'm interested in where this is going. I'm interested in where it's going. So, yeah, I, I played a bunch of games. I, I And this was during when I was still doing remodeling in my house, in my living room, and at my friend's house for his thing. So, um, yeah. So I played a bunch of games. Those were the games that I played in the past week. And um, that's basically it. Because like I said, I've been playing games. I talked about it finished my remodel in my living room yeah did the games news so i think we're done i think we're done i think the changing up on this podcast has uh, made it where i can talk and i still got over an hour <laughs> go figure so uh like i said folks upcoming uh this upcoming friday um Upcoming Friday will not be a Lost Judgment episode-based episode. It won't be a Yakuza Like Me Lost Judgment episode. It will be um, a Game On episode, which will still be live at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch.tv on Friday, this Friday. And it's going to be me playing Bayonetta, I'm guessing. I'm guessing I want to play Bayonetta. That could all change by then. I haven't put it into stone yet. I still got to post it up. After these podcasts go up, I got to change everything on my uh, on my upcoming sh- uh, sheet, anyways. So, uh, but I'm thinking I'm going to be playing some Bayonetta this Friday. So that that is that is what I'm thinking. That is the game I am interested in trying to play more of. And then I'll, the following week, I'll get back into Lost Judgment again and play some more Lost Judgment. And uh, yeah, lots of games. And now that it's getting to be colder out, the snow is, has started to a little bit fall outside a little bit today as I'm recording this, and it's really cold. There's no reason for me to go and get my ass outside. I'm going to sit inside, do a lot of gaming, have some fun. Got my living room all done so I can have some fun in there and play g- games on my big screen TV, or just sit back and relax, watch a movie, and play a game on my Switch, or whatever. Because that's what I do. I'm a gamer, people. I'm a gamer through and through. And that's what us gamers like to do. We like to be entertained a lot. So I'm going to end this podcast now because i got to make myself some mac and damn cheese. The blue box. Hell yeah. I am a grown-up kid, folks. And uh, I'm going to then go ahead and play some more games before I go to bed. So everybody, this is Mr. Mike signing off, saying game on, game hard world conquest i'm pushing this gaming button this show is now game over Over.